Hey everybody, Jordan and Garen back here talking about the uh, the work series. What's it officially called? Um, your work matters. God, God makes you work. Yeah, God work for God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your work matters. Talking about how uh, essentially church is not the point. Yeah, the the point not. is that we would be out at our work, renewing all things, uh, being light in dark places. Yes. yes. And blessing God by our actions and our words and our motives of why we do what we do and how we do it. And just getting us outside this idea that like we've got to just do church in the walls and then when we leave, it's whatever. Yeah, right. How do we get the kingdom of God to extend to our workplace? Yes, exactly. That's why the, the subtitle is Connecting God's Work to Your Work. Yes. Yeah how, does, yeah, how do we take this thing out of those four walls? And I was just so glad this week because you you told everybody what I've been thinking for so long, which is that we're the varsity and they're JV. And it's about time they know that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, about time. I'm just so like, glad we finally- Somebody put, had to say it. Right? Yeah, we were all thinking it. And no, no, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> you tore down that wall, uh, this false dichotomy of like spiritual things and earthly things and, you know, jobs in ministry and jobs in the real world and like, is one better than the other? Is God more pleased by one than the other? And you just, you showed us that that is something that is rooted in Greek thought, that it's been around a long time, but there's no biblical basis to it. That's certainly not how God feels, at least how he expresses in his word, that, you know, based on that, it's not how he feels. And uh, so that was really good to hear that you don't have to be in ministry for your job to matter to God, right? right? Exactly. Maybe it matters more if you're not in ministry. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, I legitimately think that it does, right? I mean, those are the people out there who are yeah, rubbing shoulders right. with the lost way more than yeah. you and me. People that we could never reach and never rub shoulders with, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally agree with that. So I think the people who attend 12th, their ministry work is way more important than our ministry yeah. work. I really believe that. I yeah. think that's true. So we're just trying to talk about that and maybe just change the mindset a little bit because the default setting for us is that like oh church work is up here right and everything else is down here and you know can i really glorify god with my job at the gas station or can i really glorify god by you know stacking shelves at dylan's yeah. and it's like flipping burgers yeah, or whatever, anything whatever i think a lot of people struggle with that so you uh you shed some light on that this week and you took us a lot of places which was really good the the first thing that you said uh, that really was helpful was that house diagram of how a yeah. lot of times there's this idea that the top is like the spiritual jobs and the bottom is like everything else in the world yeah. and how we separate them. But really to God, there's it's like a ranch style house, right? right. It's like one level right. and it's all the same yep. Yep. because it's all working for God. Yep. And you took us a few places in scripture to show us that and it was really useful. You took us to Genesis and you took us to numbers. And what was really important about that is you you introduced us to two uh, Hebrew words, right? Two really cool sounding words. Yeah. If nothing else, they just sound cool. Avad and Shamar or Avodah. Avad and Shamar. And Avad is to work and Shamar is to care for, right? Yeah. And the thing that was so important is that these two words, God commands those in the garden to do these things. He commands them to Avad and to Shamar. And then in Numbers, he commands the tabernacle workers to do these same things yep. in the tabernacle, right? Yep. Exact same job description. 
And so it's not like he used one set of words for the lowly people tilling the garden. Yeah. And then another set of prestigious words yes, for these really right. important people yeah. in the tabernacle. Like yeah. it's all the same language in the uh, implication there is that it's all equal work yeah, and it's all for God's glory. Yep. Am all I on the right track exactly, there? Am exactly. I missing anything? That's why I think it's so beautiful. I think it's, when I first saw that in Genesis, I'm like, this is like so cool. It blew me away. You had some quotes that were just so good and I wanted to, not all of them, but just read part of them again because man, sometimes I think that, well, am I the first one that struggled with this or am I the first one to have this thought? But you, t you took us to some really heavy hitters spiritually who've been around for a long time and they speak on this. Yeah. And so it makes me realize, okay, this, this isn't just something that I'm struggling through. This is like a human problem. And there, there are lots of people a lot smarter than me who have thought through this. And so I want to read a couple of these quotes and maybe you can just unpack them or react to them as we go through them. But the first one's from Ortberg and I won't read the whole thing, but he says, a priest is sometimes described as one who represents God to the earth and the earth to God. But the reality is that was the original job description of the human race. We were made in God's image to continue his work of making the earth flourish. And then by our flourishing to give voice for the whole earth to praise God. All work was designed by God to be priestly work. It is not just professional clergy or missionaries who are called by God. You have a calling. You have been gifted. You are a priest. I think that's so powerful, man. Yeah, very. It's empowering for someone who comes in on a Sunday morning and their job has nothing to do with anything spiritual, but it shows them that God has a gifting for you and a calling for you exactly where you are. And you are so uh commissioned to go and share the gospel in your workplace wherever it is yeah. and you're commissioned to wherever you are i mean you talked about the you work at a gas station all you're doing is taking money but you're still called to avad it and to shamar it to work it to do your job dutifully to care for it to tend it all of that it's the same same job description across the board and so this is why is it like every month or how often do you bring somebody up vocationally and you talk about it? was trying once a month. We got out of that with the engagement series. We kind of changed some things up, but that's my goal is once a month to bring somebody up. So the reason you're doing that is because you're trying to show us that we have 400 ministers at 12. Yes. We don't have three yes. or whatever. Yep. This has been under the surface of that this whole time. This is really important to me. And that's why I've been doing that. So now you just showed your cards. It's yeah, like we're playing. My, yeah. It's like we're playing uh, poker. Or rook, and I'm I'm throwing the rook now. Oh yeah, right now. we're we're Baptists. We don't. Yeah, play we're, poker. that's right. We don't we'll, we'll we don't use out. old cards. Yeah. Right, those things are demonic. <laughs> but we're so we're playing rook like I did at Bible college. The only cards that were allowed, right? And so this is like throwing the rook. This is what's been under that this whole time. So you're showing us. That's really good. I wanted to read part of Martin Luther's quote as well. He says, it is pure invention that Pope, bishops, priests, and monks are to be called the, quote, spiritual estate. Princes, lords, artisans, and farmers, the, quote, temporal estate. That is indeed a fine bit of lying and hypocrisy. All Christians are truly of the, quote, spiritual estate, and there is among them no difference at all but that of office. There is really no difference between laymen and priests, princes and bishops, quote, spirituals and, quote, temporals, as they, as they call them, except that of office and work. So he says the exact same thing. We create this false separation, this dichotomy in our minds of like, oh, well, they're a missionary, so they're so commissioned by God, but I'm a dentist, so like, yeah, I work with teeth. What yeah. more can I do? Right, right. 
and just how false that is. Yeah. So again, cool. the, the two stories, right? That I'm down on the bottom floor doing, I'm doing it because it's what I got my degree in, but what really matters is what they do at church on Sunday. And yeah, totally false because of what Kuiper says. Yeah, right? the last love, one from Abraham Kuiper, he says, if God is sovereign, then his lordship must extend over all of life and it cannot be restricted to the walls of the church. And then he says, there is not one square inch of it, the entire creation about which Jesus Christ does not cry out, this is mine, this belongs to me. So it's all his, it's all work for him. Yep. Um, which is really encouraging if you're not in ministry because like God sees your work and he values you and he values it and you have a job to do that quite frankly, and this is not tongue in cheek, this is literal. I really believe this is more potentially more impactful and more important to the kingdom than what I do because our jobs here in the church, we're so limited. There's yes. only so many people that we can talk yes, to and have right. influence over. Exactly. But you go places we could never go. Yeah. And if the people of 12th and if the people of the, the body of the whole church had this mentality, it would like exponentially grow outside the church because you're all going out, going places that we can't. Yeah. So dude, this is, I don't know if you were going to bring it up, but I love your airport illustration. It fits what you just said, dude. I thought it was kind of dumb. No, I really like it. <laughs> you thought it was good? I really like it. So I was telling Garen when I was in the airport recently, you, I mean, everybody's done this. You sit in the terminal and you watch the big glass windows like they're getting your plane ready and there's all the people that are, you know, putting the blocks under the wheels of the plane so they stay in place and there's a guy gassing the plane up and there's the people putting the luggage on and there's the people doing the checks and everything. And then like the people, you know, they walk through the airport, they get like no respect. It's almost like, oh, yeah, those right. are just like the blue collar right, guys. Right. Like, But then like when pilots walk through the <laughs> airport, like they get their own special spaces. They got like the nice uniforms and like very respected and everything. And I was just thinking how, according to what you said yesterday, like you and me, people who are in ministry, we're kind of like the blue collar guys who are down there just like gassing the plane and getting things ready and just doing kind of the work there to get the things ready for the pilot so the pilots can go and do their job. And yes. the people at 12, the people who can go out and have jobs that are not a ministry, you guys are like the pilots. Yes. Because you can go places we can't go and you have the job to do. And people in ministry, like me and Garen, our job is just to equip you so that you can go do that yeah. very important yep. work. And our work is so limited in yeah. what we can do. We're never going to leave the terminal. We're never going to I mean, we, we leave the church sometimes, but you know what I mean? Like we can't go everywhere you can go. And so you guys as the pilots go the places and you do the things. And what we do is just equipping work. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we're the ones wearing the red, the orange vest, right? And we're the ones doing all that stuff because like I ended with last week, the work of the church is the church at work. And if, if we believe that, then that means we're, the, we're here to equip people to do the real work of the church, which is out there. And that's what this series is actually. This is my attempt at being the guy with the, the vest on to help launch people to what really I think they ought to be seeing their work as. So I remember growing up in church, the first time my pastor said, yeah, if you have a friend who needs to hear the gospel, you shouldn't invite them to church. You should share the gospel with them. And I just remember thinking like, oh man, I really just wanted to bring them to church. <laughs> that sounds so much easier and let you tell them, you know? Yeah. But that's not what God calls us to. Like Jesus didn't send out the 12 or the 70 and say like, hey, if they have questions about me, yeah, you just go. bring them to synagogue and yeah. let somebody tell them. It's yeah. like, no, you go tell them. Yeah. You are the hands and feet. So it's still true today for all of us. You took us to a few spots in scripture that really back this up. First Corinthians 10, 31, 
whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um, and that just says it all, right? Yeah, like everything's spiritual. Whatever you do, everything is spiritual. There is no line in the sand dividing spiritual, non-spiritual. And then I didn't know this, man, you, I mean, you always teach me things, Garen, but this is like a piece of Bible knowledge I didn't have that in Exodus 31, Bezalel? Bezalel. Bezalel was this guy who was, he was the first person to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And it was so that he could go and do his daily work because it said, I don't remember exactly, but like, go do your artistry. Yeah, his craftsmanship and all that. craftsmanship. And like, it wasn't some special priest or some high prophet or something. It was this guy, Bezalel. So I thought that was pretty neat. And it kind of speaks to, I mean, things like that in the Bible matter. Right. The first of things matters, yeah. you know? So right. the first person we filled with the Holy Spirit was this guy who was just out working a common job, yeah. rubbing shoulders with people. Like, there's a message there yeah. for us. Right. Doesn't that undercut all the narratives of the, the, upper, the up, upstairs, downstairs? Because you'd think the first person, we'd read that description as Abraham or Joseph or somebody, and it's it's just this regular dude like all of us, right? Did somebody get it in second service? I was in first service and Al got it. Yeah, Al got it. And Al told me afterwards, he said, I just read that this week in scripture. <laughs> he said, I wouldn't have known. Cause I was like, dude, how'd you know that? I like, know, man. But no, second service, I got the, I had somebody I really appreciate, but who gave the Jesus answer. And that sounds pretty good, mm-hmm. but not nobody. No Cause it. that's not pretty, that's not very well known, but it's, I think it's significant. Isn't this one of the questions they have to answer in our membership class? Yeah. To, to become a member. If you don't know if that, you don't, you don't know get that. You're, that's the last thing we ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's the make or break. A hundred, uh, question bubble sheet quiz on Bible knowledge. And if you miss one, you're out. That's yeah. the kind of place we are. Man, so many good things. So the the takeaway here is that uh, there's no segregation between spiritual and non-spiritual things, right? Our entire lives are the avodah, are yep. the work yep. that is given to us by God and we're to do it to his glory. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, I, and I love that word, avad, avodah, that in Hebrew, it's weaving all that together and there's no separation. It's so tightly knit in God's mind that it's just the same Hebrew word. Mm-hmm. I just think that's really cool. Well, and then also you said that avad is translated like 50 times in the NIV as worship as well, Yeah, which is really neat. Yeah, And it just erases those lines even more between work and worship and your regular daily life. It's like, it's all one thing. Yeah. And it was that way in the Jewish mind, but in our Western minds, we can segment things and yeah. compart- right. compartmentalize things yeah. really well. Right. So we got to get away from that. We're cool. Um, I mean, that's what I had. Do you want to like send the people out with a, a special challenge to do this well? Or I don't know. You know, I would do the 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 whole Braveheart thing again, but uh, yeah. I, I don't think anybody would really get I that. I mean, I so. liked your Braveheart quote, but I don't know it that just, it. Somebody sent you the one you should have done, the right? The one I should have done, which was? Which was the Finding Nemo, the... Uh, the little seagulls. Yeah, the seagulls. That are saying, mine, mine, mine. Yeah, that's, see, my generation would have laughed at that. We would have eaten that up. Yeah. And in fact, when you when you showed your slide in the in real time, I almost texted you in the moment like, Karen, that really should have been the seagulls. Like people would That's have so it. funny that more than one person thought that. And yeah. so sadly, my generation is pretty lame because like they didn't respond. So like, I'm like the only one who really appreciated that. Man, you were. Karen would have appreciated it, but he's in Oregon, so. But yeah, just this whole, that, that all work is sacred. It's all worship. And I really am hoping, I had somebody yesterday say, I'm viewing my work really differently than I used to. And I, I hope we all do that. And the things we're going to do in the next few weeks, I really want to equip people on how do you how do you put feet to this? If you're at a gas station or whatever you're doing, 
What are some things, ways you can look at your work really concretely to help you to even more intentionally see it as worship and service and all that? So that's the whole point. So I love the airport thing again. Come back to that. That That's our job. I think we are the, the guys putting out the blocks or loading snacks on the plane, right? So that the people that are here, because the church at work, that is the work of the church. So that people here will be doing that advancement of the kingdom where they are to places we can't go. Yeah. And that's okay. So that's how it is. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're not working in ministry, you just come to 12th and you have uh, a regular everyday job. Well, you are very important and you can go places we can never go. So we hope this equips you and encourages you to go out and do it with uh, all your might to God's glory. And uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah. So, awesome. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. All right.